In the game of basketball, stars are made. But how do they get to that point? How has the game changed them? And what are they doing today? Welcome to Rebound Radio with your host, Matt Fish of Rebound Magazine. Each week, Matt goes one-on-one with some of the legends of basketball, finds out their inside story, and uncovers stories you've got to hear to believe. Now, here's Matt Fish and Alex Clancy. Welcome, everybody. Sorry about the hiatus last week. It was uh, we were uh, Matthew Edward Fish and I were both misinformed. Uh, welcome to Rebound Radio on Voice America Radio. Alex Clancy and the aforementioned Matthew Edward, never late for the dinner bell, Fish, um, are in studio today. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today before I get Maddie going. Um, so a lot of stuff going on with the NBRPA, National Basketball Retired Players Association. For those of you that haven't listened before, Rebound Radio was spawned from Rebound Magazine, which is a publication that Matt has uh, CEO'd for the last six years, um, featuring former athletes, what they're doing now, the issues they went through while they were um, playing the game, and the issues and trials and tribulations, For to cliche it, after uh, the game was over and real life began. So we started Rebound uh, Radio, brought me on board to continue the snowball effect um, that Rebound Magazine started. So we have a bunch of events that we need to talk about. Um, today we're going to talk about a couple events. There's a facility opening up for kids and sports. Matt's going to talk about a little bit. We have the Schooled app, which is a financial literacy app that will be rolling out sometime this year. Uh, Matt's major focus, if he were to pick one, uh, in regard to you know helping the community and everything like that, whether it be heart screening or ear testing, eye testing, uh, is financial literacy for kids. The Schooled app is... Uh, an app that kids will be able to download, and we're I think they're targeting 7 to 14-year-olds, something around there, yeah. uh, fifth and sixth grade. I'm not sure if it's on yet. Um, and uh, what you do is there will be literacy lessons that the kids can uh, the, the kids can partake in, and you can eventually unlock grants for college. And this is not an app where there's going to be in, in-app purchases, um, things like that. It's going to be completely free, and all the kids are going to have to do is learn how to save money. Learn how to spend wisely. Learn how to not waste money, which is the biggest thing. And I mean, people struggle with it even today. 30, 40 year olds struggle with it. So if you can get to the kids early, like Matt wants to do, and teach them how to save their money, it can eventually unlock grants for college. It, it, it is legitimately free of charge. So this is something that is in the works still. It's in the final touching stages, uh, I believe, at this juncture. And soon, uh, kids will be able to get free scholarships. And uh, whew, I need some water. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. So um, that's one. And two, number three, the Final Four is coming up. It's going to be at University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. For those of you that don't know where Glendale, Arizona is, it's pretty much Oregon. It's about 40 minutes away from uh, from uh, the center of Maricopa County, which it, which envelops Phoenix and there's going to be 80,000 people there, whatever University of Phoenix Stadium holds. There's going to be a lot of events that Matt will be going to uh, for the NBA Legends, which is it's partnered with the National Basketball Retired Players Association, guys that have the common goal of either helping each other, helping themselves through addiction, marriage counseling, uh, financial literacy again, uh, job placement, interview, uh, interview uh, courses on how to actually, we have seven mics on them and none of them work, um, and Matt will be out there and there's a lot of former athletes that are going to be there again for the common goal to raise money, not only for the NBRPA and the NBA legends, but to 
raise awareness to all of the society around us in Phoenix um, about, you know, just charitable things. Financial literacy, as I said before, and I say all these things on purpose over and over again to beat into the heads of people that are listening. Ooh, Ryan Treasure's coming in. This is a big deal. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Good. Um, so I won't talk about financial literacy anymore. Uh, Final Four is coming out. We're going to talk about NCAA a little bit. I'm going to ask Matt about his bracket. I'm not sure if he filled one out yet. I'm going to talk about uh, James Harden and Russell Westbrook and their most recent comments about not sitting, not resting games in the NBA because they're here to play ball and they're here. I'm going to tell them why they're full of crap and they need to shut their mouths and why LeBron is right per usual. Um, and Golden State is somewhere in the middle. 888-346-9144. Alex Clancy, Matt Fish in studio. Follow Matt at Rebound Talk. Email him at mattfish at reboundmagazine.com if you want to get any information about Rebound Magazine. The All-Star Game edition just came out, of, obviously, over the All-Star break. Um, so the next one should be coming out in the next three months or so. And and uh, you can follow me at Clancy's Corner. I retweet a lot of stuff. I say a lot of you know silly things. Mostly about sports. Go go to voiceamerica.tv, click on the rebound logo in the middle of the website, and uh, there's a, you'll see a lot of video content from when we were at the NBA Legends Conference last year in Vegas. Got a lot of former athletes interviews. Matt, you're gonna tell us okay the four events that are upcoming with the NBRPA. All right, okay, sounds good. And you're gonna start with one, and it's gonna start right now. Okay, sounds good. We have a lot of cool events coming up for the Final Four. Uh, excited to be able to share what the Phoenix chapter of the NBRPA, which is I'm the president of a nonprofit here in Phoenix, is going to be involved with. There's a lot of really cool events that the Final Four is doing in partnership with the city. And what we're doing is one night, so March, Tuesday, March 28th at Harmon Park uh, with Steve Coulter. Now, Stevie played in the NBA back in the 80s. He played with Michael Jordan. He was on his team with the Bulls back in the day. He is uh, at this a dedication to a new facility. So it's a new city facility that's going to be able to handle a lot of students. And I'm looking forward to learning more. I just talked to Stevie earlier today, and he's sending me all the information. I'm putting it together on an email to make sure that the Phoenix chapter is going to be at Harmon Park event, uh, dedicating this new facility that Stevie's doing on Tuesday, March 28th at, a, at 10.30 a.m. So that's where we're going to be for that. Another event that we're doing is a Sunday, April 2nd, they're doing, the Final Four is doing a dribble party. So everyone shows up, and then we get t-shirts. The first 3,200 get t-shirts. They get free admission to an event, an event that we dribble a basketball over to. So us, we're all going to go out and make sure that this is for the cause that they've told us and that we support it the way we said we would and help those guys dribble basketballs over there for the Final Four event. Looking forward to that. Do you think your um, your knees can withstand you crab dribbling all the way? <laughs> it's not going to be a crab dribble. It you might can't, be. Can you, I mean, just like you're backing somebody down for a mile? For a mile? Could you do it? Mm, I don't know if a mile. It might, I might come away sore on that. <laughs> uh, we'll see how the handles still are. Uh, knowing that mostly it was give it to a guard and run to the block. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the comb over on the way. Go. I also have a, celebra- a celebration of champions that's coming up. Now, Jumpin' Joe Caldwell's former NBA player, he played at ASU, recently had his, uh, w- had his name retired. So he's in the Arizona Hall of Fame. 
And uh, Manny Jackson is going to be at this event. He was at the University of Illinois and Terrence Wheeler. So this will be at the George Washington Carver Museum and Culture Center at 415 East Grant Street on Friday, March 31st from 5.30 to 8 p.m. That's an event that we're going to go out and make sure that we support Joe. Joe's a longtime member of the NBRPA Phoenix chapter and a great give back here in the Valley. It's just another way to learn a little bit about his legacy, what he did when he played. Tell us a little about his era when basketball was played back in his day. Jumping Joe is like 70. Yeah. So you're going to like hearken back to they did what? They, you know, or horse and buggies? You know, so it'll be interesting. <laughs> He's so you're mistaking a- where the city where you grew up in Iowa, but that's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he'll definitely, though, he's really good at sharing what it was like back then. I mean, I've had conversations with him, and if he's going to be up there on a panel talking about what it was like, it's just interesting to find out that you had to do what back then? And, and so, you know, it's not as glamorous as it, it sure. seems to be nowadays. Um, also, on April 9th, I'm happy to report that they have the heart screening. So they're going to have the NBA players all gather around Talking Stick Arena. They're going to feed us in the morning at lunch. Really healthy, they promised. Healthy food since it's a heart screening. We go through a variety of different uh, tests, uh, testing out these NBA players because they went through, several have gone through heart attacks recently. And so just today they got the link all set up. And Sunday, April 9th, from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m., we are all getting our hearts screened. Uh, Medical history is what's going to be helped. Uh, 12-lead EKG, echocardiogram, a a a caroid (laughs) scan, a blood panel, so cholesterol and diabetes, orthopedic and cardiologist consultation. I'm looking forward to that, but even better than that, afterwards, we're all going to get to hang out and go to the game. So if you guys come out to the Suns game, you're going to see a lot of former NBA players walking around with, hopefully, good tickers. Yeah. That's the plan. So those are some of the events that are up and coming. And uh, come out to all of them. Come out to any of them. I'm excited the Final Four is here. I'm excited to be able to give back to the community again in a variety of different ways. Uh, reach out to Matt at reboundmagazine.com if you have any questions about this. And I'll clue you in a little better since I'm kind of scattered with our technical uh, uh, difficulties today. Well, it's because you have a virus on your computer. <laughs> you're, you're away, from your, you're yeah. away from your comfort zone. I am. I'm working yeah. off my You're playing phone a road here. game right now. <laughs> I am. I am. You're a neutral site even. You're right. And the locker rooms are pink, and it's throwing me off, man. Yeah. But uh, those, are, those are some of the things that are up and coming. And, again, reach out if, if you want to learn more, and uh, I'll, I'll share. 888-346-9144. Alex Clancy, Matt Fish in Studio Rebound Radio on Voice America Radio. We are talking all things MBRPA with the Phoenix Chapter, president of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, Matthew Edward Never Ever ever late for the dinner bell fish. And uh, he had a dinner bell when he was younger. Yeah. On his farm. And then my older brother's smaller than me, so I used to box him out at the yeah. dinner table. All you got to do is extend. You're like Dal Sim in uh, Street Fighter. All you do is extend that leg. He's 6'11". His legs are long. And he's never late. Yes. Just strides like a gazelle. Mom, well, I win. I'm well, there first. I, you know, I didn't get this big without skipping meals. Did you have biscuits at every meal? I'm hungry right now. Did you have biscuits <laughs> at every meal? Yeah. What are, so he's from a smaller town in Iowa. No, it's small. It's the smallest. It's not small. Blur. It's the smallest. What's it, what's it called? Washington, Iowa. Iowa City. Well, listen <laughs> to this. Check this out. So just recently, they had this one-arm bandit out there playing middle school, right? Listen, oh, he only on, has on. one arm. Don't he's go away. He's playing middle school? He's middle school basketball player. Oh. And, and, and they turned the old middle school into a high school. 
know, they turned the old high school into a middle school. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so where I used to play is now a middle school, but this kid's playing there now. Just last week on ABC with Lester Holtz, they went to this place because he's dunking the ball. He's six four. He's got one arm, and Does he's he have- he's listening. He's leading the team in scoring and rebounding. He's unreal. He, he's taking the ball, going behind his back, and everyone's like, he's going right. You know, he is. Yeah. But he's still, he's, he's still got this uh, tenacity. So he takes this other arm, and he kind of cradles it and shoots with it. Now, does he, he have, he, is it from the elbow? It's, this, it's this, just above the elbow. Okay, because yeah. I've played against guys that have had mm-hmm. elbow down, so you have the whatever you want to nub, but that's not the right way to say it. And if you're shooting, you can still hold the ball yeah. with it, which is, all you need is, which is a crazy. A guy, he guides it. Just a guy, yeah, yeah. which is that's insane. Why well, he's dribbling? He's crossing people over, and you know it's an inside-out dribble. He's not gonna cross all yeah, the way that's over. True. That's a good point. And you know the scouting report is he's going right. At the same time, leading all scores, leading all rebounds, dunking the ball, is talking about I'm doing it through humility. I'm doing it because my parents, you know, I'm doing the right thing. And so he's saying all the right things. It went viral, and it went huge. Millions and millions of people watched this video where he gets this one-handed dunk. And I'm thinking, okay, surely they're gonna bring up the former NBA player that's played on this court. No. no, no mention, no nothing. mention, <laughs> nothing. But you I did see all those. You see all those, uh, all those <laughs> banners and the Raptors, you dummies. Look up Matthew yeah, Edward never late for the dinner bell. That's who. If so, hey, I'm happy for him. So I reached out to him, say, hey, can I help you in any way? He motivates me. Are you kidding me? He's dunking it in eighth grade, yeah. and I was just uh, trying to dunk it in eighth grade, really. So, so what? What did you eat? What did you eat usually when you were at home? Me? Yeah, I'm from Iowa. For dinner, we ate. We ate healthy. I mean, we ate big time. My mom would cook everything. We never went out to eat. So everything was made, was right there made for Off mom, whatever mom. Well, yeah. We you had a kill, garden. You kill uh, Charlie the chicken for dinner that night? What we would do is we'd split a cow. <laughs> is it time to go what? to break yet? No, with another family. And we'd have plenty of meat for everyone. I mean, you just had just ribeyes for days? Yeah. Oh, a freezer full. Oh no! I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to hear Matt talk about splitting a cow. That's no, all. We're, we're good. <laughs> this is, we're good. Go ahead. So you're right. Go ahead. We no, ate, we ate well. So you Iowa had pork so chops. mom just like just Uncle Rico'd just ribeyes. Yeah, it was nonstop. That was from Napoleon Dynamite. Are, are we so far off that you haven't seen Napoleon? You, you're 15, you're looking <laughs> five, three years younger than me. Or so. I'm nine. How old are you? Forty five. <laughs> what? Nah, don't start throwing. How old are you? Fifty six. How what? old are you? Forty <laughs> two. Where I'm, up in my, I'm in my 40s. Just tell me how old you are. I was born in 69. No, I see the math. All right, 47. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. That was quick math. It's not 47. It is. It is? Yeah. 69? Yes. Yeah, 47. 47. Yeah, come on. Um, so you are That's why, and I know. a decade older than I, me. Hey, look. I saw, the, dynamite, I saw it. The dance scene and Uncle Rico, who is a vegan, had to eat all those steaks on set while he was trying to throw footballs over the mountain. I'll watch it again. I mean, that is splitting a cow. Yes. It may sound It, it pulls boring. the curtains back. <laughs> I don't want to know. I want a piece of meat on my plate and not think about it. Oh, it goes to the locker. It's cut up for you. Calvin the cow. Your own butcher. So you know the butcher. You just get the cow you want, and then you split it with someone else. You they see the show up in your through? house. See they the show up in through? your house with... Just meat like crazy. So it's like Omaha steaks, just delivered to your house. A great big freezer where you just fill it all the way up. So you have they have all the cuts and everything yes. for you. You just get yeah. 
So the mom would be like, get so-and-so because we're going to thaw You want brisket, burgers? Whatever. Yeah, man. Ribeyes? Can way. I get a filet on top of a ribeye with cheese on it? That's you got the most pork and the most, you know, cattle, and it's all right there. And I was the heartland. That's how come I got so big. I had to see over the corn. It grows eight feet tall there. Are there Stater Brothers in Iowa? That was their, that's their, you know, Stater Brothers, a grocery store? The heartland of California, Stater Brothers? Mm. Come on. The heartland High of v. America. High V. High V. I mean, we've... We've derailed from, I think, from our, uh, it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about James Harden uh, a little bit later. We're going to talk about Russell Westbrook. And also, have you, did you fill out a bracket? I did. You did? Yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Did you pick Toronto to make the finals of the NCAA tournament like you did the NBA finals last year? <laughs> don't, think I, don't think I didn't forget. We are the North. Disappoints every time. Okay, no. so let's just do it right now because our breaks are off. Um, okay. And what we're going to do at the end of that, we're going to wrap all of this up. So we can get fresh ears on all the dates that we just talked about. Cool. Who's do you know who's in your final four? I do. Okay, one tell me. Okay. UCLA. Okay. Arizona. Okay. Villanova. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And um, I'm trying to think the other one. What's that other one? Um, Kansas. No, I don't think I'm going so deep. I need it in front of me. If I didn't know we were going to rack the brains on Listen, this Listen, dude, we just talked about ribeyes. Uh, North, North Carolina? Carolina? Nope, North Carolina's no. with, US, okay. with UCLA. I'm trying to think what's in that North. No, I know I lied. I lied. No, no, it is. North Carolina's with UCLA. Okay. So what came down from the right, upper right? It's Kansas and the other two seed, I don't know. Hmm. Two seeds were Arizona. Hmm. Or, Oregon? No. No, they're a three seed. Three seed. Damn it. I wish the imports well, weren't off. Anyways, so that's cool. So who do you have winning it all? I was like, I just give a great big smile. Do you pick Villanova? No. I picked Arizona. You picked UNC Wilmington? I did have them going away. <laughs> that was a, more from the heart, yeah. less from the head. Yeah. Um, I have Arizona winning all of it in one. I have UCLA win all of it in another. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, because it's. And you? I picked, uh, I did one fun bracket, uh, which I burned. <laughs> I did one bracket on ESPN because you can do the tournament yeah. challenge. I did one bracket where I picked every single higher seed in every single matchup all the way through. So I just want just I did total scratch. No, because you can do twenty five of them. Right. So I did one. I'm in the ninety eighth percentile right now, mm. which doesn't mean anything. But I've the dude that's leading the thing. You can win hundred grand or ten grand. He has South Carolina in the final four. South Carolina. Yeah, who just upset or Duke? So wow. oh, Duke was the other number two. That's it. Got there. I had them deep. Yeah, MD probably had them all the way final four. If I well, think, so this right is Duke is notorious for winning the championship Duke or is. going out in the first two rounds. Just yes. what it is. Coach K gets tired. He wants a year off. Yeah. He doesn't need to prove anything. And all those guys are leaving anyways. So the interesting part about this year is that the Pac-12 is relevant. Mm-hmm. So Oregon, yeah, uh, they lose their big guy, and uh, Dylan Brooks is just an absolute monster. Their score slasher. He's not going to be anything in the NBA, it seems like. He's like a Denzel Valentine from Michigan State. All these guys that just th- uh, flourish by being able to hit 30-footers because nobody guards them for that long, being able to be clutch. Uh, USC, that's right. Yeah. USC's another one. USC. Yeah. Uh, they, I guess, and I, I kind of took a hard look at their team. I hadn't watched them all year long, but I had this fella. He kind of <laughs> cornered me. 
and my parents are in town. And so he's at this kind of this place that's in the East Mesa where all these old gray hairs are. Well, he corners me because I showed some interest in the NCAA. He starts going into this USC team and how they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to beat them. They're going to beat them. SMU is who they were playing. Yeah. He's like, I swear, a six and a half underdog, you should you know, go after that. So he kept running stats to me. He'd pull them up on the phone. He'd be like, look, all of them shoot like 53% from the three-point line. And all. I mean, he totally talked me into, all right, man. And sure enough, not only did they beat the spread, they won the game. Yeah, I had SMU going into the Elite Eight. Yeah. So, oh, George Lynch. I believe uh, in George Lynch. Yeah. We interviewed George Lynch George. at the NBA Legends Conference, former yeah. Laker, uh, former Hornets when they were in Charlotte originally. Um, I emailed him. I uh, interviewed him when we were at the Legends Conference. He's now on the he's on the bench for SMU. We were talking off camera. I'm like, how's the team? He's like, we're going to be really good. And they were. We got this guy, and I'm like, well, well that's insider. It's not insider trading. Mm-hmm. This is a bracket. You can use as much information as you want. That's how they do this it. This is Wolf of Wall Street. They're up in Vegas. This is this is a Wolf of everything. Wall Street. I'm not going to jail for that, but it screwed me. So, which yeah. is awesome. So, <laughs> the Pac-12 with UCLA and uh, Arizona, Sean Miller has been notorious for not making it to a Final Four. He's made it to Elite Eight a bunch of times, and they poop the bed in the Elite Eight, mm-hmm. and they go home empty. And this year, Alonzo Trier and Markkanen from uh, Finland, I think. Yeah. Um, Laurie Markkanen, he's going to be an absolute beast. On the other side, we're going to continue talking about this. I'm not sure how many breaks we have left, but we're going to find out on the other side. Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio. Rebound Radio. We'll be right back. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take voice america on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundmagazine.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Alex Clancy, Matt Fish sure. in studio. The Phoenix chapter president, Matt Fish. The CBA champion, Matt yeah. Fish. Thank you. The 10-year NBA and overseas career in Matt Fish. I got to go to Argentina. 
Ooh. Is that what you were talking? Yes, That's the one, right? So yep. Matt, we went. He told me about his playing days in Argentina. Mm. How much fun it was to play in that city. And it intrigues me. I mean, South America is always intrigued. I want to go to Buenos Aires. I mean, obviously yeah. that's the easy one because mm-hmm. it's the most metropolitan city I've been told. There's so many people who live there. Uh, the cuts of meat are different. The culture is completely different. The dance is fantastic and the girls are all gorgeous. Yeah, and I can speak Spanish yeah. to a certain degree. And it's kind of got a, a funny accent to them. Instead of saying, say, gallo, they'll say, gallo. So they'll pay, put an SH into a double L. And it's just all local, and it's all about what it is that they say down there and what it is that they want to do. I just hung in there and listened. And I could follow conversations, and I knew Spanish, and I know Spanish to a certain extent, and I got better and better at it. You just got to immerse yourself. Beyond that, where I was was Mar del Plata, which is the Silver Sea, Argentina, where the whole entire country would go to for their break. So when it came summertime and they went to the beach, they'd come to the city that I was playing basketball in. Now, of course, basketball isn't as big as soccer, but we used to go down and play to the Superdoma, and it was fantastic because they'd have to have some sort of security between us and those trying to whip batteries and heated up coins at us. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's just how it is. little... He's That's real vitamin D. Oh, Those D batteries coming at do you. Do not take the ball out of bounds in front of the student section if there is such a thing <laughs> because you're going to get palmated on. <laughs> so then they, they put like these big uh, big plastic uh, guards with these big plastic shields between you and the, and the fans. And they used to put them down the tr- tunnels when you were coming and going and between you and your inbound of the ball and the people out of bounds. How'd that work? It ended up being this big fight. This guy came in and just punched this guy in the back of the head, and he wasn't even looking. And so here come these the cops, and the cops come in, and they jump on him. And at the same time, a, a, someone's gun gets kicked out, and oh. bullets go scattering across the floor. Oh. Is it the middle of the game? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's about almost at the end. but I'm yeah. not going to go to Argentina. Oh, but that was Sorry. just part of the, I mean, that's part of the, you know, that's how well, it was. It's part of the now. charm? Yes. <laughs> that's just overseas ball. And then if you lose, it's your fault. And if you win, it's because of the guys down there that they won. And that's just oh. how it is. You know, you're the foreign player, man. You are the hired gun. If you don't get 40 points and win, then you suck. Have you gotten you, 40 points and win in Buenos Aires before, you know, or in uh, Argentina? So if you lose three games in a row, they're hunting around for someone else. Oh. Or they quit paying you. Oh. So then you're looking to leave. Oh. So, you know, people think, ah, oh, pro ball, you played in our, wonderful. Well, yeah, they had a referee that got hit by something and killed. Oh. Killed. In the middle of the game? Yes. So in the you saw a dead game. body wearing a zebra costume? I wasn't there. It oh. happened in a, at a game that I wasn't at. Well, that's But that's here's all they did. They reassuring. suspended play for one game. Oh. Well, they only played one game a week, so it was an entire week. They only played one game a week? Yeah. Sundays. Sundays. <laughs> so all week long, you're preparing for Sunday. By partying? No, you're actually practicing. I believe it. Occasionally. Crab dribbles. Well... Just running through the plays, trying to understand what things mean in Spanish. <laughs> I was just like, give me the ball. You know what I'm saying? Get out of the way. Dame un pelo. <laughs> yeah, dame un pelo. Yeah. Yep, you're right. I know. Dame, dame, dame. Yeah. Give me, give me. Anyways. So, I, you should go. We'll go sometime. Yeah, that sounds awesome. You're paying. So we have uh, UCLA and Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of East Coast bias all the time. You know, in football, it's a Southeast Conference bias in... Uh, college basketball, it's everything but the Pac-12 bias, seemingly. Uh, I'd probably throw the Big 12 away, too. Yeah, um, Big 10. But now, yeah, it's Big 10, SEC, and the AAC now. Uh, and 
Lonzo Ball is now the most polarizing player in basketball, college basketball, because of his dad and because of the hype that he's lived up to since he's gone to UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, Alonzo Trier, Laurie Markkinen, UCLA or uh, University of Arizona, they haven't faltered yet. You know, they uh, they had a great. It was a great Pac-12 championship win by them again over UCLA mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. and now this is this could be Sean Miller's best team that he's coached. Maybe not on paper. But seemingly with the fluidity of their offense and defense and how many points they score and how they're effective they are from the three-point line and the free-throw line alike, Sean Miller is going to dig himself a very deep hole if they don't make the Final Four. And I think they, they will. They seemingly have the easiest road because they have the weakest number one seed in their bracket. Right. Um, if Gonzaga beats them to go to the Final Four, there's going to be issues in Tucson. He's not going to get fired because he makes millions of dollars, and he's he's a better coach above any replacement that would ever go there. So in that regard, he's safe. But it's always going to be that Arizona uh, Arizona bias that's negative is whatever will go wrong does go wrong. You, at the wrong time, too. Their it, timing seems to be It's just terrible. Arizona sports from... James Harrison's pick six yeah. from 100 yards in the Super Bowl right. to Santonio Holmes' catch or not catch. Two times they could have won that game. Aaron Rodgers throwing seemingly two Hail Marys to get into overtime of the playoff. There, the Cardinals ended up winning that game two years ago. But still, it's over and over and over again. Whatever can go wrong for Arizona sports does, and a lot of it is self-inflicted. The Diamondbacks have been awful since 2001 when they won the World Series. Well, how'd they win that? So you know it can be done. How'd well, they win uh, that? Luis Gonzalez bloop single? Yeah, yeah. It was a fister. That's what they yeah. call it. Call it the, the blooper. Um, so anyways, we'll see. If they play tonight, uh, if about, they lose the I got Swiss. one for you. I got one for you. How about this one? And I'm more of a Big Ten fan being from Iowa. Purdue. What about them? Purdue's good. Purdue. Per big guys. That's what it is. Two of them. Purdue. Two. Who two they big guys. I don't remember who they're playing. Uh, they, they, your, beat, they beat Iowa State yeah, to, which, to go on. Yeah, which well, I yeah, Iowa that. State was – I didn't necessarily. Okay. Well, <laughs> you also – Toronto. So uh, – <laughs> You said they were going to make – Do you know LeBron's in the East? Do you remember that? No. Okay. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing is the beauty of having higher seeds win is that better teams are in the Sweet 16. True. So you have – besides South Carolina – there aren't many teams that don't deserve to be there. And even South Carolina, they have the SEC uh, Player of the Year on their team, 29-11, and 24-10 in, in uh, back-to-back games. This kid can ball, and we will see what happens. Wisconsin, I guess, you know, they beat, they beat Villanova, wow. but it's Big Ten ball. They played. It, the beauty of what Villanova was able to do is they could win in the 80s and they could win in the 40s. But as the closer you get, under the 70s, under the 65s, that's where Wisconsin breathes. Even when they made their run when they were number one all year, yeah. when they were undefeated for a while, and they had the kid whose name I can't remember, uh, uh, Kaminsky, and yeah. you yeah. have, and they ended up losing uh, to Duke. Decker. Decker yeah, Eric, De- uh, Eric Decker. not Eric Decker, Sam Decker. Sam Decker. And the, the, small, the less amount of points scored, the better it is for the Big Ten. Yeah. That's always how it's been. Well, they grind it out. They bang a lot. They play defense. They, they, they have, it's set basketball. Yes. You, you don't have Bounce a lot of... passes around the perimeter. You're rolling your eyes. Come on. Pass the ball around the perimeter. It's, no, it's tough it's to It's Hoosier watch. ball, dude. It's what it's always... Or Hoosier... I'm talking about the high school. <laughs> it's always been... Yeah. 
I mean, you have teams like Indiana with Victor Oladipo when they were number one seed. They scored a lot of points. Izzo's had some teams that have scored a lot of points, but a lot of times it's just in the 50s and 60s. And in the 40s if you're lucky, because that's real titillating basketball. But that's what it is. So if they can if they can keep Florida down, because yeah. Florida scores a lot of points. Mm-hmm. If they can keep Florida down and in the West in the uh, in the uh, uh, half court offensive scheme that Wisconsin thrives in, they can make a run, man. I mean, this is that that's going to be the fun one for me. That's tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona will be fun. You're expecting them to lose until they don't, and that's just. It, I'm not even a fan of Arizona sports. You know, I've lived here for six years. I've followed what I can follow. Uh, I've kind of seen everything. All you, the, all I had to know when I moved here was I hate Kobe was the only thing they talk about in the NBA it, for, for, for local sports. That was a long time ago. It's gotten a lot better since then. But now Arizona sports are always so exciting. The teams are exciting to watch. You have high hopes every year. Because it's one of, what, nine cities or eight cities that has all four majors? Yeah. I want to see University of Arizona succeed. I want to see the Cardinals succeed. Yeah. I want to see ASU succeed in both sports. I want Bobby Hurley to turn the, the program around. I want sure. the Coyotes to stay. I want where I live sports teams yeah. to thrive, always. That's what it's it should be. It's just so straining to watch the 13-3 Arizona Cardinals <laughs> lose by 70 on the road to Carolina in the NFC Championship game. Well, and you're talking to a Cubs fan, so just go through a lifetime. Can you turn that mic off now? So <laughs> you, go you got it. Okay. It, Do you I see what it. Theo Epstein, the award he won today? Yes. Best leader in the universe? What do you think of that? <laughs> ah, That's pretty crazy. Give Steve Bartman season kid. tickets for the rest of his life. It's over. Let him do it. It wasn't even his fault. Did you watch that? Did you watch the documentary, the 30 for 30 on Steve Bartman? Yes. And how they I interviewed did. the seven other people around him? I did. They're like, could have been any of us. Could have been any of them, yeah. And he was listening on a tape delay because he was on radio eight seconds behind. He's tried to keep himself, his, his head down, but uh, they And he was 26 years old. Your life is ruined. And all <laughs> you've known growing up is the Cubs. And you're the reason, quote-unquote, why. They had a three-run lead in the eighth. Yeah. Close it out. He's the reason. This Bartman. I'm just glad they bounced You can't back just be a Cubs team. fan because you live a state over. Well, no, that's the Iowa Cubs. Triple-A is right there in Iowa. Come on. Their pro team was a triple-A team for 20 years. Yeah, but you got to understand there are no pro teams in Iowa. So our pro, That's a you problem. Our, our pro teams that's are That's not anybody's Iowa, problem. Iowa State. <laughs> Northern Your Iowa. parents, I'm sure, are very nice. Team. That was a huge mistake on their part. What's that? Bean from Ribeyes well, with a filet on top with melted cheese and au gratin I, potatoes. I think you're getting it wrong. Iowa's a great place I'll bet it to is. To be from. Well, I'm sure. I mean, big tech country, every time I've gone to the Midwest, which is thrice. Let's go. I'll take you to the farm. I'll the, take you to the farm. I want that. Before we I want the dinner bell. Motorcycling. I have the bell ready to swing. I want the dinner bell. Yeah. You know? You're going to have. I want to meet Charlie the cow before he gets split in half. <laughs> I want to meet the butcher. I want to make sure it's clean over there. And I want a 40-ounce ribeye. You That's what that. I want. And you can do that. All you got to do is just visit. Come on out. We don't even need any sauce. Got plenty of room. Come on out. Got a big old house. I want to find all the barns. I want to find barns. all five barns. We have barns. I mean, imagine an Easter egg hunt on an Iowa farm. <laughs> you have real rabbits. Real eggs. No, no, no. You got this. No, no. Cadbury. Oh, no. <laughs> real. I've lived a Hollywood lifestyle, I guess. Yeah, with you're, that. From, you're from you're from California. You, you know, 
Aren't you originally from Cali? I'm from LA. Yeah, they're about to cede from the United States and be their own sovereign state. You're gonna break. Okay, I forgot. We don't have any more breaks. I was gonna do that until. Okay, so. Yes. I'm gonna ask you first. Yep. The topic at hand is way to be late to the party. The topic at hand is should. Nah. Is it okay for players to rest down the stretch before the playoff push? In the NBA? I'm going to say quite simply, no. Are you going to target the fans as to the reason why? I'm going to target the integrity of the game as the reason why. How does being tired um, conflict with the integrity of the game? People can be tired. There's no question. That's a part of the reason and factors in for the 82 game season, right? It does. So that's a part of it. Now, you may not have to play as many minutes. I, I get that. But just to take a complete game off, I mean, start him, then take him out, or, you know, or, or that's what I would do. I would start him and take him out if you want to rest him. But for the fans who paid the money and for the game itself, where all I knew was go out all the time, no matter how tired you were, you weren't tired, you weren't hurt. That's how I had to approach the game. So these guys can take, you know, the last 20 games off? Nah, not cool. I had to bust butt before every uh, season. So we had two-a-day practices. We had the preseason games, and that was the hardest month of the year. I, I dreaded uh, October. It was terrible because they would bust our rear ends, right? But then we get into the games, and here comes the people who what the money's owed to them and their franchise player one way or another, and then they get to play, and they get the glory, and they get all the stuff, and then they put the time in, put the work in, and now they're going to take a break and then just let these other players play. And I do kind of like that because there's my chance to play, if you will, so I can kind of get out there and show myself off. But at the same time, if you're trying to win every game, if you're trying to put the best product on the court, then you need to play every game. And you need to play every game as hard as you can. And what people don't like about the NBA is the first quarter is completely different than the last two minutes of the game, too. Pick that up. <laughs> Pick that up. That's... What are you doing uh, here? If you broke my phone, we're going to be in trouble here. You know? I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to yell. Continue. So there you go. <laughs> and there you have it. The so, mics work. And what do you think? I mean, do you think they're just allowed to take time off? I'm tired. I'm going to take the day off. So here's the thing. I'm not even going to travel. That's all. I'm not even going to travel. I'm just going to well, be here. Okay. And, and I don't want – this is to prove a point. I understand your thought process because – LeBron is the best player on the planet. Okay? Just arguably whatever. Okay. He's never worried about getting his job taken from him. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Okay. He can do whatever he wants. Okay, so, so th- those are my three prongs. You've had to bust your ass every second that you were on that court to maintain your job. Even practice? Yeah. Even, every- even though it, it probably wasn't fair at times, that's just how it was. Yeah. Small school. Led the league and uh, led the country in field goal percentage your senior year. Yep. That means a lot more now than it did back then. I'm sure. Well, because people covet point pa- uh, points yeah. in the paint. Efficiency, now. efficiency too. Yes, right. Very efficient. Okay, so I'll get James. I'll get to James Harden, and Russell Westbrook in a second. Primarily James Harden. LeBron James last year sat games. He was the only one on the court in the finals that had that extra ten percent to get through in in his in his battery to get through seven games as 
effectively and strength-wise as he was in game one of the playoffs. We talked about this. I said that he did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. He coasted a little bit. Two, three extra minutes a game can add up to 48 in game seven when you need it in the finals. To win games, the only ones that matter to him are the ones when 16 teams are playing in 14 or not. It doesn't matter in the regular season. If they were the number six seed, they'd still, win the, they'd still get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They'd still get to the Finals. So now, this is conservation time. They already they have as many wins as, as Boston as the two seed. Boston will go on a losing streak at some point. They are straining everything to try and get that number one seed because for some reason, they think that that's going to be their ticket to the finals. They are sorely mistaken. When you have your best player as a 5'6 point guard who can't play defense, you're never going to win a championship. What made Isaiah Thomas so good, he was 5'10, he played defense, and he was able to be one of the most proficient point guards we've ever seen in this league. Isaiah Thomas is not that. So, LeBron James sitting, Kyrie Irving sitting, Kevin Love sitting. Let's talk about it when they played Golden State. When Steve Kerr sat everybody Mm -hmm. and and, uh, Tyron Lue sat everybody. Okay, now... Oh, no, it was the Spurs. So they sat... Kawhi Leonard and... uh, and Marcus Aldridge were hurt. Dumb. One one was a concussion. One was the uh, blood uh, arrhythmia, or the uh, Heart. irregular heartbeat. Yeah. And then S- Steve Kerr sat Iguodala, Draymond, Clay, and Steph without telling anybody. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna sit him." <laughs> Steve Kerr is trying to do what Greg Popovich did five years ago. He's a Greg Popovich product. He played for the Spurs. He won championships for the Spurs. Sat on the bench a lot. That's how coaches are bred. He's not Greg Popovich. If I were Golden State, I would try to smash the ball down the throat of every single team that they play because they got embarrassed last year. They should have lost in the Western Conference Finals. They were down 3-1. They were up 3-1 in the Finals, and they lost to Cleveland, which was an inferior team, in my opinion, at least defensively. So now, you don't deserve to sit people. Greg Popovich has won five. That snowball will always be in full effect regardless of who's wearing the jersey. So you have to earn the right to set people. Absolutely. As a coach. Absolutely. Steve Kerr, last year, didn't coach for 43 games. Mm-hmm. 73-9, and nine, all those wins go to him. Yep. You don't deserve, after getting embarrassed like that, to do anything like this. You can play them 25 minutes, like you said. Start them, play them 10 minutes in the first, 10 minutes in the third. If it really doesn't matter to you, do it that way. You don't deserve to do this. All these guys do not deserve to do it after the crap that they put all their fans through last year. And I, I called this before the finals started, 73-9 and nine trumped everything last year. They weren't even thinking about the finals when yeah. they were winning all those games. They won 26 in a row. They lost to Milwaukee on the road, 27. Mm. I mean, give me a break. Mm. They... Mentally drain themselves before the playoffs started. Down 3-1 and up 3-1. That's how it is. So, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. They're both saying, I'm here to ball. I'm here to play. I'm not going to sit. The reason why I told them to shut the hell up, they don't have a chance to win the championship. So they can do this. They don't have to preserve themselves because they're not going to make it through two rounds. So that's awesome. You're going to average a triple-double. That's fantastic. Good sure. for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He's five away from tying Oscar, Ro- mm. Oscar Robertson from, for the most triple-doubles in a season with 41. I believe 41's yeah, a number. I think it is, too. Okay. So James Harden, he is the most improved player in the NBA this year. I didn't say most valuable. I said the most improved. 
He's leading the league in assists. Mm. He's second in point. He's second in points. Well, he sees the ball a lot more. He's playing point guard. Yeah. With with an offensive friendly right. head coach with Dan Tony. Right. So James Harden can ball all he wants. He ain't gonna make it to the finals. So it doesn't matter. This whole sitting thing, mm. it's a detriment to his team, and it's not his fault that his team is more inferior than the others. But he's got to play for them to win. LeBron doesn't need to win games. He knows he will get to the finals through the East. There's nobody that's going to challenge him. And yes, the other two, they play in the West with San Antonio and Golden State. Popovich, again, do what he wants. Five championships. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, you didn't win last year. You act like you're the reigning champs. You got embarrassed last year. You got embarrassed last year. Well, Even though it was in seven games, embarrassment. I would try to smash it down everybody's throat. James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Unfortunately, not relevant for the playoffs. So they're going to make noise. They might win two games, but that's, listen, they're they're not going to beat Golden State or San Antonio. So you know what? Play all you want, boys. It don't matter. Because I'm taking the ring. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Hmm. Now, San Antonio, who who is your MVP this year? We have six minutes left. My MVP? Yeah. So you got, uh, I'm going to give you four options. Well, it's got to be the guy who gets it. It's going to get it. The triple-double king. So you think it's going to be him. Yeah. So, so I'm going to give you Russell Westbrook, James Harden, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. Ooh. Um, this year? Yeah. Definitely? Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Okay. So history trumps the present. I'm not saying you're wrong because I, I, I believe that for a long time. I so guess. history, because he averages a triple-double, and this isn't rhetorical, because he averages a triple-double, that's more important than anything else that happens this year. Yes, and I'll say that because... The same reason why Steph Curry did what he did is because he was setting records and done things that never been okay. done before. Scored the most, shot the most threes in the history. You know, he made the most threes in the history, and did all the the ways he made his threes too was taking a look at history. And the same's going on right now when you're looking at Oscar Robertson. You know, when you're realizing that that's history and history is going to be broken. Yeah, he's your man. Who's second? Mm. LeBron. Okay, just because he's LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm not going to ask you yeah, third and fourth. Well, Kawhi. Okay, I, I so love in Kawhi order, too. in order. And this is a new revelation for me. I hope we have enough time for this. We. Um, number four. Okay. LeBron James. Oh, dude. Okay. You just said four, right? Yeah, right. he's fourth. Number three, Russell Westbrook. Um, they're seventh in the they're seventh in the West. They're three games out of out of the four seed. That's great. They ain't gonna win. So this is fine. If you were a superstar, would you ever want to go play with somebody that played like that? I wouldn't. No. Okay. Number two, James Harden. Uh, this is close. One and one A. James Harden is the most improved player in the NBA this year. Uh, he's why? Because he's passing the ball. He's not playing any defense. He's mapped. He's changed his game. A little bit. He's only been in the league like seven years, right? <laughs> or eight years. Like this is not the learning curve is a lot steeper early. So he went from missing airballing shots in the finals as a second year player, coming here, losing a lot of games in Houston that they shouldn't lose, getting to the playoffs, giving up a three one lead, all these things. Now he's starting now he's a pro. He's not gonna get worse than he is this year, ever again. His numbers might dip assist wise, you know, things like that, but most improved player. Not MVP. Kawhi Leonard is by far the MVP this year. Why? Because he plays defense? He averages 26 points a game. Well, he plays defense, 26, too. 8, and 4. Two okay. steals, a block, shoots 50% from the field. Okay. 
and he's the best defensive player in the NBA on top of that. Uh, well, I mean, come on. When he came into the league out of San Diego State, drafted 16th overall by Indiana and traded to San, San Antonio for George Hill, the San Diego State Aztecs were averaging 48 or 50 points a game. He didn't score the ball in, in, in college. I think they made it to the Elite Eight the year he got drafted, like after he went to the Elite Eight and then they, or Sweet 16, came out after. He's gone like 11, 13, 18, 20, 26. Mm. He has learned how to play basketball in the NBA, and it should be rewarded. He will never be boisterous. He will never have a beard down to his, down to his kneecaps. So you're looking at the history of the player himself. And well, how he progresses no. or well, how he helps a I'm team. I'm looking this year. Take Russell Westbrook off Oklahoma City, they'll suck. Take James Harden off Houston, they'll suck. Okay, I hate that. That's not what the most valuable player is. The most valuable player is the best player on the best team. That wins the most games. They're number two in the West. They've got Houston and Oklahoma City trumped. So if you're going to play that argument, James Harden, oh, they're number four. Kawhi Leonard's number two. Yeah. We got to go. <sighs> Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in yeah. studio. That's Matt Fish, I need a damn ribeye, 40 uh, ounce ribeye in my life from Mama Fish. Fish. Yeah. Voice America Radio. Yep, Rebound yep. Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to Rebound Radio. Please join Matt Fish next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll profile another legend of basketball. Have a great week.